You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 70 of the PharmD Money Podcast. My name is Derek Delaney. As usual, I am your host, and thank you very much for joining me today on this episode. So on this episode, I have uh, some really good information that I think you're going to get a lot of value from. So listen in, buckle up, and over the next 10 minutes or so, my hope is you walk away feeling better about a future retirement than you do before this episode started. And that is because in this episode, I'm going to share with you the four pillars of retirement success. So a lot of people, specifically those that get into their 50s, start thinking about retirement more and more. And it can become a scary topic for a lot of people because there's a tremendous amount of stuff to consider. And people can get lost in a lot of minutia when it comes to planning their retirement that, in my opinion, they shouldn't be focused too heavily on because it's not a huge priority. So when I think about priorities, specifically when it comes to retirement planning, there are four critical areas that I think everybody, regardless of net worth or income or investment status, should pay attention to and make sure you have these four things down in order to give yourself an opportunity at greater retirement success long term. So without further ado, let's jump in and talk about these four pillars of retirement success. Pillar number one, in my opinion, is creating, trusting, and following through on a distribution plan. So the majority of people now entering retirement or those that have 5, 10, 15 years away from retirement are going to rely a lot on their own savings to live off of in retirement. And that is because pensions are becoming less and less common. So since you know 19, mid-1970s, a lot of people have been relying on their own personal savings accumulated through their working life to live off of in retirement. And most people will find a lot of that money inside things like 401ks and IRAs. Well, when you get to retirement, it's not like you earning an income where you're going to get paid every two weeks. You have to figure out what your plan is going to be to take money out of those type of investment accounts to pay yourself to live off of in retirement. And just randomly taking money out here and there is not a smart move because it puts you at a lot of risk of things you're going to experience in retirement that you didn't have to worry about while you were working. And we're not going to jump into those specific risks. We can in a different podcast episode, but just know that there are unique things you're going to have to worry about in having a well thought through distribution plan, meaning a well thought well thought through plan of how you're going to pull money out of those retirement accounts to pay yourself in retirement is absolutely critical because it's going to mitigate a lot of those risks that you're going to experience for the first time when in retirement. There are a number of different kind of distribution plans people can take advantage of depending on what your financial situation looks like and what you're hoping to accomplish in retirement. So for me, and what I use in my firm for my clients is a 
risk-based distribution plan based on guardrails or parameters that are set on the upside and downside of portfolio balances. Meaning that based on what you've accumulated up to this point and what your retirement income needs are, we can set parameters on portfolio balances on the upside and on the downside. And if we're not spending enough and the portfolio over time continues to grow and hits that upper parameter, we're going to make you spend more of your money. Because the last thing we want is, or the second to last thing we want is for you to get older, have regret about not spending enough or not doing enough in retirement. And then the number one regret people have is them spending too much and becoming destitute later on in life. And that's what that lower portfolio guardrail or parameter is, where if you start spending too much or poor investment um, returns happen in your retirement and your portfolio drops faster than we anticipated due to a bunch of different external reasons, we are going to cut back your spending if that bottom guardrail or bottom parameter is hit. And then we can give raises based off of inflation and other unique things. So usually this setup allows people to spend their money more earlier in retirement while they're younger and healthier and have the ability to enjoy it while factoring in the probability of them spending less later on in life and then doing it in a way that we're protecting our future purchasing power by implementing those guardrails on the upper and lower side of their distribution plan. So pillar number two is proactive tax planning. So like we talked about before, majority of people are saving in vehicles like 401ks and IRAs. And once that money starts to get pulled out, it shows up as ordinary income on your tax return. So a huge risk a lot of people find themselves in annoyingly before it actually happens is the risk of Congress raising taxes when they get into retirement. Now, a lot of people will go, well, I think I'm going to spend a lot less in retirement and have a lot less income on my tax return in retirement than I did while I was working. And that could be true, but that assumes your tax liability will be less if tax rates stay the same. What if you get 5, 10, 15 years into retirement and all of a sudden tax rates shoot way up? And that potentially could happen. And you may find yourself spending less but being taxed more. And there's nothing you can do about it if the majority of your money is in those 401k or IRA investments. So proactive tax planning up to retirement and then while you're in retirement can be extremely valuable because one of the biggest expenses retirees will pay for a lot of you is your tax bill throughout the course of your retirement. And then not only is it you paying a tax bill in retirement as one of your biggest expenses, but if you hope to have your kids or somebody special in your life inherit any money you don't spend after you die, if it's inside those 401ks and IRAs, those kids or special people in your life will end up paying taxes on that money as well, which means I've seen it happen before that The biggest beneficiary of the money you've spent your entire life accumulating may not be your kids or those special people. It may be the IRS, and we don't want that to happen. So proactive tax planning is definitely pillar number two of the four pillars of retirement success. Pillar number three is proper income planning. So this mirrors or aligns with your distribution plan, but it digs in a little bit deeper on potential income sources you may have in retirement. So if you're a teacher, it could be a TRA. How do you handle that? When do you take it? Do you have a survivor benefit on that? Majority of people will receive at some point social security checks. And usually if you're married, 
You and your spouse will have different amounts. Well, how can you coordinate those social security checks to maximize both of them to your benefit? Does one delay taking social security until age 70 when it grows to its biggest amount? Does the other spouse take it right away? What can you do to make sure that what you're doing with your social security check aligns most appropriately with your other distribution plans coming out of your 401k and IRA to making sure you're not putting too much pressure by having to withdraw too much money out of those other accounts while you're delaying social security. And then finally, for some lucky people, pensions are still a thing. When do you take your pension? If you wait to take your pension, is the opportunity cost of waiting worth the little bit of increase you might get? How do you take your pension with your social security and combine it with your distribution plan? If you're going to work part-time in retirement, you may find yourself with three random income sources. It could be a part-time check, W-2 paycheck, you'll have your pension and you also have your social security. Now those three income sources could be far more than what you actually need to live off of, which means you're not going to have to touch your 401k or IRA. But like we mentioned in pillar number two, If those accounts continue to balloon, it just creates a bigger tax liability for you in the future. So income planning is extremely important because it aligns very closely with what your tax plan is and what your distribution plan is going to be. And then finally, pillar number four is estate planning. It's making sure that when you pass away, your wishes are followed through on. Meaning that when you pass away, The money you have saved for that next generation or for those special people or for those charities actually get what you hope they were going to receive to begin with. So that's making sure that a lot of your estate planning documents are updated. Are the titles on your accounts set up appropriately? Do you have the proper beneficiaries on accounts that will appropriately send the money to the people you want it to go to after you pass away? Do you need a trust? Do you own a lot of random assets like farmland or things like that that have special special instructions that need to be tagged along with it so they appropriately go to the appropriate people in your family while others are appropriately compensated for not getting those special assets? So estate planning is something that really needs to be looked at, in my opinion, every single year to make sure that your wishes will come true after you pass away, specifically within the realm of changing estate law. Because Congress is always changing laws when it comes to estate planning and making sure your plan fits within those new parameters and are not outdated is not only going to save you a lot of headache while you're alive, but it's going to save your beneficiaries and your loved ones and charities a big headache after you pass away, which my guess is extremely important for a lot of people who have those benevolent wishes after they pass away. So the four pillars are distribution plan, make sure it's set up, you trust it and you can follow through on it. Two is proactive tax planning, pillar number three is income planning, and pillar number four of retirement success is making sure your estate plan is set up appropriately and it's continuously reviewed like all those other three pillars should be as well. So there you have it. Those are the four pillars of retirement success. Let me know what you think. If you're looking for more information about myself or this podcast, feel free to visit the firm's website at farmdfp.com. You can also check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, FarmD Financial Planning, for more great insight. Finally, email podcast at farmdfp with any questions, topics, or ideas you'd like to hear more about. Finally, until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. (music) 
The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.